Good morning, everybody out there in podcast land, and welcome to another episode of Jesus and Coffee, Amen, where we dig into the scriptures, we enjoy our coffee, and we get our day started. My name is Jay Brooks, and I'm the host for this podcast. I'm a Christian. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. I love Jesus, and I love coffee. Amen. Hence, the title of this broadcast, Jesus and Coffee, Amen. Thanks for joining us. If you love Jesus and you love coffee, this is the place for you. If you don't love Jesus and you don't love coffee, come on in anyway, sit down a spell and listen in. We're happy to be here. We're happy you tuned in. Gotta love John Waller. That's him singing in the background there. Great Christian brother. Humble, a regular guy. He loves Jesus and he loves coffee. And that's my kind of guy. So I have my Bible open in front of me. I have a nice hot mug of dark roast coffee. So I've got everything I need to get my day started. A good cup of coffee. A word that rocks me, and I'm ready to go. So praise God, and let's get down to it. Read the Bible, pray, and get into the word deep and strong. Amen. Jesus and coffee, amen. Okay, so I'll be reading again today from the NESB, short passage today, John chapter 21, verses 15 to 17. Almighty God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we ask you to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your holy word. Change us with your word, because we desperately need to be changed. Speak to us through your word because we desperately need to hear your voice and reveal yourself to us from your word, because we desperately need to know you. All right, John chapter 21, verses 15, 16, and 17. So when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Shepherd my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. The word of the Lord. Amen. Okay, folks, yesterday I said that if you wanted to kind of get a sneak peek, look ahead of what we're going to do today, you could go back to John eighteen eighteen and see the charcoal fire. 
I think this charcoal fire that Jesus made waiting for them is very significant because Jesus is about to restore Peter after denying him three times. And you see in 18, now the slaves and the officers were standing there having made a charcoal fire for it was a cold day and they were warming themselves and Peter was also with them standing and warming himself. Jesus denies, Jesus is denied by Peter, excuse me, the first time when the slave girl who's at the gate says, aren't you one of his disciples? Then the second time is standing around this fire and the third time is also standing around this fire warming himself. So Jesus Again, uh, just like the, doing the same miracle of catching fish over again, is reminding Peter what, what happened in the past. It was around a charcoal fire that he three times denied Jesus. So Jesus makes a charcoal fire. And then he asks him three times if he loves him. Jesus is so good. Like I said yesterday, he didn't come down on doubting Thomas for doubting. He just said, go ahead, put your finger here if you want. I wish you would have believed without having to see, but it's okay. Jesus understands us. He knows that we're human. He knows that we're sinful. He loves us. So Jesus goes to this extravagance, I might say, to restore Peter. He builds the charcoal fire and he waits for them. He has him catch this giant load of fish, which will remind him of what he, they first met. And then he asks him three questions, just like he was asked three times, was he one of Jesus' disciples? Now, You've probably heard, if you've been a Christian for any amount of time, and if you're not, well, let's talk about it anyway. You've probably heard about, in this, these three questions that Jesus asks, there are two different Greek words for love. One is agape. Agape means uh, a strong, unconditional love. It's usually used to refer to the love of God because God so loved the world he gave his only son. He didn't love us because we are lovely or lovable. He so loved the world because he made a decision to. We love him, it says, because he first loved us. That's a decision. True love is a decision. I have decided to love my children, so I will love my children, irrespective of how they behave. The same with my wife and my grandchildren. People say, a lot of commentators say that it doesn't matter what word is used here, agape or phileo, that's the other word that's used here. Phileo is like a brotherly love. It's why they call the city of Philadelphia the city of brotherly love. They say that John uses these words interchangeably and doesn't put a lot of significance on them. I don't know about that. I'm not a Greek scholar. 
But I see something here in the pattern of these questions. The first time, if, as I'm correct, John is purposely using agape and phileo, he says, do you unconditionally love me more than these? Now, I've also heard people say these could refer to his stuff, his boats, his nets, all those things. I don't think God in the flesh would refer to things as being loved because you don't love things. Love is wanting the best for that which you love. Love is wanting to do for that which you love. You don't love things. You don't want to do the best for them. You want to possess them. I say I love coffee here every day, but let's face it, I don't want the best for the coffee. I want to do this to the coffee. I want to consume it. I want to drink it. You want to own things. You want things to make you feel good. That's lust. It's not love. When a man sees a woman who's beautiful and or sexy walking down the street and says, oh, I love that. No, he don't love it. He wants to consume it, her. He wants to own her. He wants to enjoy her. Love is very different from that. So I don't think the one who spoke when the universe leapt into existence would ask John if he loves him more than he loves his things because that's really not love. So I'm convinced that Again, I'm not a scholar, so you can disagree with me if you want. That's okay. But this is a devotion. It's not necessarily a Bible study. I am moved by seeing this pattern. Do you love me unconditionally more than these men do? And then he he drops off the these. And he says, do you love me unconditionally? Maybe not more than these men do, but do you love me unconditionally? Do you have agape love for me? And both times, Peter says, I phileo you. It's a different kind of love. It's not the same. And then Jesus comes down another step. Well, do you phileo me? Peter was grieved, it says, because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things, you know that I love you. This is necessary to restore Peter to fellowship. Because when Peter denied him three times, he felt terrible. He knew Jesus had warned him, but he did it anyway. How many times have we been warned against something we shouldn't be doing, but we do it anyway. And our gracious Lord comes back and hugs us and holds us and says, it's all right, my child. And if you remember from yesterday, he called out to them, children. He didn't say men, boys, buddies. He called them children. And when we mess up and do things we know we're not supposed to do, if we honestly repent, if we are sorrow, feeling sorrow, if we are sorry, there's two kinds of sorrow. There's worldly sorrow and there's godly sorrow. Worldly sorrow is really just you're sorry you got caught. Godly sorrow 
usually brings tears. So, Jesus wants Peter to be reminded of what he did by the charcoal fire, by the three questions. Just like he wants them to be reminded by when they first met, by the huge load of fish. Jesus is so gracious. And he comes down to Peter's level. Do you phileo me? Yes, Lord. But he's grieved because he still is not getting it. He denied Jesus three times. That's why Jesus asked him three times. And maybe he wasn't grieved as we read it here because you know, we read things differently in the 21st century than it were, they were read in the first century. But maybe he's not grieved just because of the question. But the question the third time reminds him of how he continued to deny that he was Jesus and the grief, the grief was about what he had done. But Jesus says, tend my sheep. He wants to put him back to work to be a shepherd of his flock. This is a great passage. I hope you can meditate on this. Because again, this is meant to be a devotion. I'm still finding my way, like I keep saying. I just got to see what God wants this to be, this podcast. I'm happy to be here. I look forward to it every morning. It gets me to do a devotion. And if none of you are listening, that's okay. But I know people are listening. I see it. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of this. And God bless you. Jesus and coffee, amen.